Assessment 1A, Audio Group 7, Wrap-Up Summary. It is clear that the definitions of the two words, creativity and imagination, vary from author to author. Robertson claims that there are three steps to the definition of creativity. Recognise that being creative involves doing something. People are not creative in the abstract. They are creative in something. You could not be creative unless you were actually doing something. Whereas Lucas defines creativity as a creative state of mind in which all our intelligences are working together. It involves seeing, thinking and innovating. It is a skill that can be demonstrated in any subject at school or in any aspect of life. The imagination, however, Robertson describes as mental images rather than something you do. Creativity involves imagination. As humans imagine things that they hear, see and learn about. In order to keep them stimulated, these processes should be included in the teaching of every subject and Robertson's addition of value and originality can be incorporated. These readings have clearly opened our eyes on how important creativity and imagination is in the primary school. Each of us now have a deeper understanding of these two terms and are all keen to implement strategies into our future classrooms to ensure that creativity and imagination does not die. It is evident that each of us enjoy these readings, in particular the audio, Do Schools Kill Creativity? spoken by Robinson. We all agree with many of the valid points Robertson made. One being that indeed schools do put too much pressure on getting the right answer, turning us into adults who live in a world where failure is unacceptable. Group 7 points out that learning isn't something one should dread or avoid, but rather an adjusted way that stimulates everyone to walk out thinking, I want to know more. An idea that struck us was that education follows the same path all around the world, focusing foremost upon math, language and science. Despite the differences between societies and cultures, it is sad to realise that not only one educational system places constraints upon a student's creativity, but it occurs on a global scale, and that students everywhere are mostly taught from neck up. Imagination and creativity varies from individuals, no matter the age, or no matter their culture, upbringing, religion or personality. Creativity can't be taught. It is inbuilt in us, something that everyone has. Too often, people don't take the time to put what they imagine into action. We as teachers should encourage students to establish time and space boundaries. Another point of interest was the statement, we don't grow into creativity, we grow out of it. We agree with this statement. Just thinking back to our own childhood validates this point. Among the discussion, we, Group 7, add that perhaps we have given up on our dancing, drawing or singing because as we grew older these activities were considered less important than schoolwork and were of little importance to gaining an adequate education. As teachers, it is vital that we continue to use our imagination and creativity skills to effectively demonstrate these to the next generation. We teachers have a responsibility to get to know our students, how they learn, function, not only inside the school, but outside. It is important because all these things make up how a student is going with their progress in learning. 
If we can acknowledge this and embrace creativity in a fun-like environment, students will have less occasions when they walk out of the classroom drained, bored, and not remembering a thing they were taught. If their passion in creativity and imagination is stimulated, there is a higher chance of recall. On that note, it could be suggested that teachers that try this could also get parents of students aboard too and encourage this type of learning at home. An interesting statement made by Robinson in this article, Out of Our Minds, Learning to Be Creative, is that creativity is not a skill and therefore cannot be taught. However, our thoughts remain that perhaps it cannot be taught as such, but it can definitely be encouraged. Students need to stop assuming that creativity is just closely linked with the arts, but understand that it is indeed the backbone of all successes and play a vital role in all subject areas. Will Goss and Inns once again remind us that creativity goes far beyond the arts domain. It is crucial in science, mathematics and literacy, yet in schools, especially secondary schools, it is not taught and in some cases discouraged. This can easily damage students' ambitions and voices. Robinson made mention of a successful woman who was a disruption in the classroom due to her inability to sit still. She was diagnosed as a dancer, whereas in today's day and age, a student like this would most likely be diagnosed with ADHD and put on medication. We must not forget that the brains behind all new technologies must have come from extremely creative people with an astounding imagination. We believe that in education we do not need to label a creativity activity or one using the imagination in order to get students to practice and keep it activated in their learning. As when it is labelled, those that think it has to do with art and who are not confident in that area freak out. The words creativity and imagination should be used at a minimum until it is believed that students are confident in the definition and in their own abilities. Cleese makes an interesting point in stating that none of us actually know where we get our creative thoughts or brewing ideas from. They just happen and that is truly amazing. Cleese believes it has much to do with the mood or state of mind that we are in. Our busy lifestyles hinder much of our creativity abilities. The word creativity should not be stereotyped. To avoid this, teachers can adapt it into lesson plans and then define what creativity actually is, brainstorm and inform students. By doing this, the students properly understand what the word means and how it does not have a distinct label, area or style. Hopefully they walk out some concept of confidence in applying it in other aspects and subjects of learning areas.